What is up, everyone? Welcome. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, Justin Roman. And guys, first of all, I hope everyone's having a wonderful uh, Saturday morning. Um, guys, tomorrow we're going to be continuing week number two of the NFL season, and I am excited. Um, you know, um, because, look, I understand, look, I understand last week it was horrible. You know, we had to, we had to deal with the, with the, with the struggle and with the Giants losing to the freaking Cowboys 40 to zero. Um, but look, it's only one game. You know, that's the only good thing we can take away from this, from, from that massacre. It's only one game. It's week one. Players are going to be rusty, okay? That's the only good thing you can take away from week one. You know, I expect us to be better for playing a Cardinals team that literally has a backup quarterback. We should win this game. They got a young, they got, look at the Cardinals. They're just, you know, their offensive line is not their offensive line is not in a different position than the Giants. The the Cardinals also have some young pieces on that offensive line. So I expect our I expect the Giants defense to attack the weak parts of the Cardinals offensive line and get after Josh uh Joshua Dobbs. Um now the Cardinals do have talent, you know, um um Marquise Brown Former Baltimore Raven, you know, um, he's no scrub, you know, um, they got, uh, uh, um, uh, Elijah, uh, Rondo Moore, hopefully I says, uh, hopefully I said his name right, you know, they got, they got, um, they got some pieces, but look at, they're not as good as they once were, you know, um, there's no, JJ Watts, not JJ Watt retired, you know, Chris Chan, uh, Chandler Jones, he's in Las Vegas, we got, we should win this game. We're the better team, you know. Um, we're we're literally facing the we're literally facing the first overall pick, so we shouldn't lose this game. If we lose this game, oh god, I am going to rage. But we shouldn't lose, you know. The Giants are favored to win this game by four points. I don't know why it's by four points. We should we should be favored by more because we are not that bad, you know. I understand we lost, but. You know, you got new players in, you know, new players are going to, new players, it's going to take time for new, for new guys to get used to the system that you're, that the old, that the guys that are on the team already, that are used to, you know, so it's going to take time for the, it's going to take time for, it's going to, it's going to, you know, it takes time for new guys to get used to new systems, you know, um, so I'm not, I'm not, so I'm not, I don't think, I don't think, what I'm trying to say it's relax, Giants fans. Relax. It's, I don't, don't panic. It, it's only one game. And I understand. Look, I understand the schedule's tough, but this is what happens when you. This is what happens when you. This is what. This is what happens when you compete in the NFL and you start winning games. This is what happens. The NFL is gonna challenge you and they're gonna put you against tougher teams. You know. So, look at, <clears throat> look. We have a. We got a team that's. We got a team that's not talented yet but we believe that we can win every game you know we gotta have that winning mentality you know and um 
fiery pool. I don't know why Giants fans were panicking because um, we're not the only team that got blown out. The Cincinnati Bengals, who have much more talent than the Giants, they got blown out. You know, well that well that's really well the Bengals they always lose to the Browns. You know, um, but not like that. You know, usually the Bengals and the Browns it, it usually ends up like a close game. You know, Joe Burrow didn't look he didn't look good. You know, I mean. And, and let me let me ask let me ask every guy let me ask everyone this question: Who do you think had a much? Who do you think who do you think had the worst? Whose performance do you think was much worse, Josh Allen's or Daniel Jones? Oh yeah, I'll say I'll say Josh Allen. Josh Allen turned the ball over four times. Daniel Jones, yes, people are gonna say he threw two picks, but no, the first pick wasn't Daniel Jones' fault. And I understand it was raining, you know, it's, it's hard to catch the ball in the rain, you know, um, but Saquon should have caught that ball. You know, he should have caught that. Saquon, caught, he had it in his hands and he got hit, you know, so that's not in Daniel Jones' fault. You know, Daniel Jones barely had any, you know, none of this was Daniel Jones' fault. It was the offensive line's fault, you know, receivers not getting open. It was, you know, the only thing Daniel, the only mistake Daniel Jones made was throwing that interception to uh, to, uh, to us, Stephon Gilmore. Other than that, he didn't do anything. The offensive line could have protected. And I understand you got a young, you got a young rookie at center. I hope Evan Neal is not, I hope Evan Neal is not what people say he is. I hope he, I hope he exceeds expectations. I hope he dominates. I hope he. I hope we. I hope he is the answer for the right tackle spot because he got this guy got he got he couldn't Evan Neal couldn't stop the third string defense on the Dallas Cowboys. So I don't know, um, but I'm hoping we. I'm hoping we see a better game because if we don't. We all know what Joe Shane, we all know what Joe Shane is capable of doing. He, Joe Shane will fix any problem that's on the Giants. He will do it, you know, but at the same time, it would suck though, because Joe Shane drafted Evan Neal, and if Joe Shane, if he's going to move Evan Neal to, uh, to the guard spot, you know, then Joe Shane clearly drafted a bust at right tackle. You know, and I don't believe, and I'm not ready to call Evan Noah bust. You guys know me. I'm all about giving players opportunities to show what they can prove, show what they can do in the field. You know, Evan Noah has to show up. You know, this guy was, he was projected to be one of the best tackles in his own draft class. You know, show up, you know, show up. I want to see the Evan Neal I want to see the I want to see the Evan Neal that I saw in Alabama. I want to see the Evan Neal that mauled, that mauled opposing defensive players and made them look like rag dolls for toys. I want to see that Evan Neal. You know, I'm not seeing that. And I understand it's the NFL. I understand the NFL is much tougher. It's a high, you know, it's a higher, it's a higher tech. It's a higher level when it comes to talent, but th- that's what happens when you reach the NFL. You're reaching the pros. You're going to be playing against tough, uh, much tougher competition when it comes to opposing defenses, you know. But I believe in them, you know. Um, now, if Evan Neal, if this does continue, 
Joe Shane will make something. He will do something about it because we all know what Joe Shane is capable of doing. We all saw what he did with Kadarius Tony, you know. So, yeah. But guys, I came on here today because I wanted I wanted to make another list with you guys today. My list for today, um, I'm gonna be including my five reasons for Giants fans to still have hope after the loss to the Cowboys. So, let's get right to this list. Um, you know, um, you know, it was, a, look, the, the, the game against the Cowboys, it was a game that had a lot of Giants fans doing a complete one, uh, 180 on how they viewed the season, which was once a feeling of hope that quickly turned to disgust and anger. A 40-0 game will do that to a fan base that saw a lot of losing from 2017 to 2021. Giants fans Giants fans thought the losing was done, but after that game, the fans feel like the season is going back to what we all saw before, you know, um, before the, uh, the change of the regime. Um, Um, look at before the look at before look at Giants fans before you guys decide to give up on this season. I'm gonna give you reasons why everyone should still have hope. Number one, it's gonna sound crazy, even though he, this guy didn't have a, even though this guy he didn't have a great game. I got Saquon Barkley. Look. If the Giants have any hope of winning games in 2023, they're going to remember that they have one of the best backs in the league on their team. Look at during the Giants' 40 to nothing loss against the Cowgirls, it felt like Saquon became an afterthought in the game. You know, what I mean Saquon. I understand Saquon. He had 12. He had 12 total carries in the loss for only 51 yards. In the second half, Saquon had just one carry which went for 18 yards. After that, nothing. After that, it was nothing else. For a player who had over 1,000 yards a season ago on the ground, the Giants sure forgot. The Giants clearly forgot how to use Saquon Barkley in a game where the weather was terrible. The passing game wasn't working well. The pass blocking wasn't helping Daniel Jones. Fortunately for the Giants, Saquon remains healthy, and he's ready to continue to show the entire league why he's still one of the best. On top of that, Saquon is also playing for his second contract still. Having a solid outing against the Cardinals would be a good way to get over the stink of losing the way the Giants did. And look, I understand we're not playing a good team, but look, this, look at I look at we I, we may be playing a uh, we, we may not be playing a good team, but this could give us confidence moving forward when we play the 49ers, you know. And I think I think the 49ers game will I think the 49ers game will um I think the 49ers game will be interesting because we the Cowboys they own everyone in the NFC. The, the Cowboys have the best record in you know in division. You know they have one of the best in division records in the NFC East. 
you know, we don't, the, the 49ers don't own us. We've beaten the 49ers on, you know, we've beaten the 49ers a lot of times. You know, um, now obviously the 49ers, they're the best team. They're probably, you know, I, I don't care. I'm going to say it. The 49ers are the best team in the NFC. I don't have any, I, the Eagles don't look as dominant as they once did, you know, as they once were. They don't put up as much points and their defense doesn't look as scary as it was like last year. The 49ers are the best team in the, in the NFC East and if the, in, in the NFC Conference. And if the Giants go to San Francisco because it's going to be on the road, we win that game. That's going to be a huge statement win. And that, and that's clearly going to show that we, that week one loss was a big fluke. We weren't interested in that game. You know, we were, we weren't, we were ready to go home and relax, you know? Um, but we got to focus on the Cardinals before we focus on the 49ers. All I'm saying is this, having a solid outing against the Cardinals would be a good way to get over the. Get over the trash of losing the way the Giants did and putting the ball in the hands of Saquon Barkley as often as possible. It's a sure way of making good things happen. You know, so I got Saquon Barkley at number one. At number two, at number two, look, the Giants should take care of business against the Cardinals. Here's why I have this on here's why I have this on my list. It would be one thing if the Giants had to play a really tough team next after the demoralizing loss they had against the Cowboys. Like, you know, say against the 49ers. Like, say against the 49ers. But that's their week three problem. This is week two. And the Giants have been afforded the chance to turn things around against the Arizona Cardinals. Look, this isn't the Cardinals who have Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and J.J. Watt. Instead, the Cardinals have Joshua Dobbs starting for them. Dobbs isn't, look, he isn't the worst quarterback in the league, but he's not exactly going to set the league on fire either. And he might be exactly what the Giants need to get back to feeling confident about themselves. The Cardinals are viewed as one of the worst teams in the league currently. This should be a game where the Giants come into a building where they've got, where they've not only won in the past, but have ho- hoisted a Lombardi trophy in it as well and should walk away with the win. Overall, they are the better team. At least on paper, they are. Daniel Jones won't have Michael Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence barling, the, uh, barling down his neck like he did last weekend. And the rain shouldn't be following the Giants out to Arizona either, which can help with their offense if they do want to try and throw it. This is a game. That the Giants should win and help them get on the win column to start this season, you know. So that's number two on my list. Number three, there are number, and this is probably the best thing I've said about the Giants. There are look at, there are no major injury injuries facing the Giants after the Cowboys game. The Giants had some players banged up. It's football, and injuries are always going to happen, you know. Um, Andrew Thomas. He is dealing with a hamstring issue, but it isn't what it isn't one world is. This isn't a hamstring where he'll be out several weeks. Maybe he misses one of maybe he misses one of the two games in a week. But that's better than if he that, that's better than him missing for that's better than him missing out for an entire month. 
Darren Waller was also dealing with a hamstring issue as well, but he still played uh, through his. Uh, he still played uh, through uh, his injury during the game against the Cowboys and made a few catches. Darren Waller. Darren Waller said uh, said this is more of a nerve thing, but if it's controllable, then Darren Waller should be uh, okay. Graham Gano was dealing with an ankle issue following the blocked field goal that the Cowboys scored a touchdown on. He was limited during practice, but not to the point uh, where the Giants had to go out and get another kicker onto the roster. Despite the rough game, losing Graham Gano would have been a massive blow, but Graham Gano is still around. Nobody has suffered a crucial injury to this point, and that's a good thing for the Giants. That's some, you know, health and durability has been something that <clears throat> that this team couldn't uh, keep up with. You know, the Giants have always struggled with with uh, with help with their health. You know, they've all, you know, for years, this, this team has always struggled finding players that can stay healthy, you know, um, so look, health, like I said, <sighs> like, what did I say, guys, going into the offseason, health, you know, was going to be a big issue, you know, can the Giants, can the Giants fight, can the Giants fight, can the Giants kill the, uh, can the Giants kill the injury bug and throw it in the trash and, and uh, stay healthy? You know, that was the big question. And, you know, and look, it's only week, it's only one week. You know, let's see if they, let's, let's hope they can keep the, let's hope they can keep their players healthy as the season continues. You know, um, um, so look at health, I look at health as well. Health has always been a, a thing. And in the past, several players haven't made it through the season without being lost for the year. Last year, Sterling Shepard was lost by week three, and Wando Robinson didn't didn't get to make it to Thanksgiving. But that was last year. So far, players are so far players are for the most part healthy. You know, you know. So yeah. Um, number four. Look at. I think this is pro. Look at. We shouldn't panic really because we we got we don't have. Look at Joe Judge ain't running the show. Ben McAdoo ain't running the show. Who's not? Pat Shermer. These guys are not running the show. Brian Dayball's running the show. Brian, yeah, the guy that took the guy that took the yeah the guy that won a uh, head coach of the year last year. The guy head coach of the year award last year. He's the. I'm talking about that guy. Look at Brian Dayball. He is still the NFL's coach of the year. And he didn't win that award by accident last year. One rough game doesn't simply discredit all of the work he put in last year to change the culture with the Giants. You know, in years past, the Giants might have rolled into week two and, and let what happened in week one affect them. And then they're suddenly 0-2. And that's what, you know, and then what's what's where the, what's where the season gets out of hand and spirals out of control, but... This is where having Brian Nebo here helps. He is the one who makes sure the players don't forget who they are and what they did. He's the one who reminds them that they aren't the Giants from 2017 to 2021. Those teams aren't around anymore. The minute the Giants became a playoff team last year and won a playoff game, this became Brian Dayball's team. And everyone bought it. Again, one loss doesn't change the course of what he's trying to do. This, this is, look at this is still this is still a young team, but one team, one young team with talent on it, talent that Brian Dayball is coaching to win, 
A bad loss to a team like the Cowboys can happen. But where a coach like Brian Dayball comes in, he reminds them that they are better than a 40-0 loss. Getting past Sunday's disaster, uh, getting past Sunday's disaster start and getting back on the winning track is where a good coach like Brian Dayball comes in handy. Whereas some of the other coaches prior to him wouldn't be able to handle the task of riding ship. You know, do you think do you think Bill Belichick ever quit when he lost one game when he had Tom Brady? Do you think Lombardi do you think Lombardi gave up when he had Starbuck when he lost one game? No, he kept on going and look what happened. They won championships. Do you think do you think Marino gave up when he was when he tried to take the Dolphins to the Super Bowl? No, he didn't. He kept on going. You know, that's what you have to have. Don't let one loss remind you that the season's over, you know? And last but not least, look, it's too early to panic for Giants fans. Look, it's too early to panic. While looking while a lot of the doom and gloom, uh, you know, brigade was out on the full, was out in full force after Sunday's loss to the Cowboys. Here's the reality. It was only one game. People got like Giants fans. It's only one game. I understand the seat. I understand the schedule is tough. I understand that, you know, but deal with it because this is what happens when you. This is what happens when you overexceed expectations and you go to the playoffs, win a playoff game. This is what happens. And like hell, look like look at the teams we beat last year. We beat Aaron Rodgers. We beat Lamar Jackson. We beat. We beat two of the best quarterbacks in the league, you know, so like, I don't know what you're going to, I don't know what, I don't know what you want, I don't know what you want me to say, you know, if you beat Aaron Rodgers, the the most talented quarterback in the entire history of the NFL, oh, then you can beat Lamar Jackson, or you can take down Patrick Mahomes, you can't, I just, this is what happened, just deal with I don't know. I don't know why Giants fans are getting. I don't know why every Giants fan is getting upset. Everyone should know that we're. Everyone should know that we were going to have a tougher schedule to begin with. You know, the the team that we were be- beating. You can't deny that our schedule is going to be tough going into the season. Oh yeah, it was going to be tough. You know, and now the Giants are going to be challenged. Are are we really that good of a team, or was everything just a fluke? You know, so that's what I'm saying. Look, either look at either the Giants lost 40 to zero, 14 to zero. I don't give a damn. The one loss will still count as only one loss. Granted, it was on national television and it was rather embarrassing. But again, it's only the it's only the one loss, and it's still extremely early in the season. Several other teams have gone on to lose games like this in Week One and have tremendous uh, success. You know, you know the Giants do have look at. We do have several uh, primetime games early on, but their schedule isn't a terrible one if they don't let the season get out of hand. You know, that's that's the only thing you don't have to. That's the only thing you can do. Don't let don't let your games get out of hand. The first task at hand is beating the Cardinals. They have they have to win that game because after that is a game four days later with the 49ers and many aren't expecting the Giants to win. But if they could compete and hold their own, that would be a moral victory heading into Monday night game against the Seattle uh, Seahawks, a game the Giants can win. 
Then it's two tough road battles against the Dolphins and the Bills. So if the Giants can keep their heads up, you know, above water and get out of week six with a record of, let's say, three and three, maybe four and two, then they could be in a good shape going forward into the rest of the season. Because after the Bills game, the Giants have three winnable games that could get their season in the right direction. A home game against the Commanders, followed by a game against the Jets, even though they got a really good team. But they don't have Aaron Rodgers. Then a road game against the Raiders. Again, three very winnable games. So, all I'm saying is this. This sounds like a rant. But I'm trying to tell Giants fans, relax. It's only one game. Just relax. Okay? It's fine. We got Joe Shane. We don't have Jerry Reese. Joe Shane, he's going to fix problem. He, we all know what Joe Shane is capable of doing. He's going to fix He's gonna fix any problem that he sees. If the if the Giants offensive line somehow continues to struggle, Joe Shane's going to, he's going to take care of it. He's going to do it. So relax. It's all good. It's only one week. It ain't, the season is far from over. We got 16 games left. All I can say is this. All I can say is that the Giants can control their own destiny early on by playing the kind of football everyone knows they are capable of playing. You know, that's all I'm saying. So, yeah. And those are my five reasons why we should all still have hope. That's why. Yeah. That's my list. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Giants fans, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope this gave you some some reason to relax. Cause it should. We got we don't have like this is a different Giants team. You know? Just relax. We're gonna win tomorrow. And Thursday night, we'll see how that game goes. But let's worry about tomorrow. Let's worry about the Cardinals. Let's win that game. And let's let's uh let's get ready for San Francisco next week. That's all I gotta say. Hope you guys enjoyed this list. Giants fans, let me know how you guys feel about this list. Um and let me know that let me know and hopefully that this uh let me know if this list hopefully uh relaxed you and gave you some reason to Give you some positive, you know, give you some positivity that the season, to let you know that the season ain't over yet. It's not. Um, but, like, I understand the schedule's tough, but this is, this is what happens when, this is what happens, this is what happens to teams that, this is what happens when a team gets better and better. You know, teams are going to get challenged, you know, um, so, you know, so, that's all I got to say, um. But, <clears throat> uh, Giants fans, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, I will keep you guys updated for more news or updates about the Giants. Um, um, if there's any more lists I can think, if there's any more lists I can think of, I'll keep you guys updated about that as well. Or if there's any questions or comments you guys have for me, you guys already know what to do. Go down, uh, go go to my podcast on Spotify at, at uh, uh, Giants Nation. And if there's any questions or comments you guys have for me, you know, just uh, put them down in that little box. And yeah. Um, But until then, guys, I am out. Peace.